Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Abiding in Him podcast. This is Christina, and I am so glad you are back here today for our journey reading through the Bible this year together. My prayer for us all is that we will be open to what God has to show us in this reading today, and that we will go away from this podcast episode rejoicing in who God is and learning more about Him as our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's get started. Second Chronicles chapter 35 in the New International Reader's Version. Josiah celebrated the Passover feast in Jerusalem in honor of the Lord. The Passover lamb was killed on the 14th day of the first month. Josiah appointed the priest to their duties. He cheered them on as they served, he cheered them up as they served the Lord at his temple. The Levites taught all of the people of Israel. The Levites had been set apart to the Lord. Josiah said to them, Put the sacred ark of the covenant in the temple Solomon built. He was the son of David and king of Israel. The ark must not be carried around on your shoulders. Serve the Lord your God. Serve his people Israel. Prepare yourselves by families in your groups. Do it based on the directions that were written by David, the king of Israel, and by his son Solomon. Stand at the temple. Stand there with a group of Levites for each group of families among your people. Kill the Passover lambs. Set yourselves apart to the Lord. Prepare the lambs for your people. Do what the Lord commanded through Moses. Josiah provided animals for the Passover offerings. He gave them for all of the people who were there. He gave a total of 30,000 sheep and goats and 3,000 head of cattle. He gave all of them from his own possessions. His officials also gave freely. They gave to the people and the priests and the Levites. Hilkiah, Zechariah, and Jehiel were in charge of God's temple. They gave the priests 2,600 Passover lambs and 300 head of cattle. Conaniah and his brothers Shemaiah and Nethanel also gave offerings. So did Hashabiah, Jael, and Josabad. All of them were the leaders of the Levites. They gave 5,000 Passover lambs and 500 head of cattle for the Levites. The Passover service was arranged. The priests stood in their places. The Levites were in their groups. That's what the king had ordered. The Passover lambs were killed. The priests sprinkled the blood that had been handed to them. The Levites skinned the animals. They set the burning, burnt offerings to one side. Those offerings were for the smaller family groups of the people to offer to the Lord. That's what was written in the scroll of Moses. The Levites did the same thing with the cattle. They cooked the Passover animals over the fire, just as the law required. They boiled the holy offerings in pots, large kettles, and pans. They served the offerings quickly to all of the people. After that, they got things ready for themselves and the priests. That's because the priests, who were from the family line of Aaron, were busy until dark. They were sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fat parts. The Levites got things ready for themselves and for the priests, who belonged to Aaron's family line. Those who played music were from the family line of Asaph. They were in the places that had been set up by David, Asaph, Heman, and Jaduthan. Jaduthan had been the king's prophet. The guards at each gate didn't have to leave their places. That's because their brother Levites got things ready for them. So at that time, the entire service in honor of the Lord was carried out. The Passover feast was celebrated. The burnt offerings were sacrificed on the Lord's altar. 
that's what King Josiah had ordered. The people of Israel who were there celebrated the Passover at that time. They observed the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. The Passover hadn't been observed like that in Israel since the days of the prophet Samuel. None of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated a Passover like Josiah's. He celebrated it with the priests and Levites. All of the people of Judah and Israel were there, along with the people of Jerusalem. That Passover feast was celebrated in the 18th year of Josiah's rule. Josiah had put the temple in order. After all of that, Necho went up to fight at Carchemish. He was king of Egypt. Carchemish was on the Euphrates River. Josiah marched out to meet Necho in battle. But Necho sent messengers to him. They said, King Josiah, there isn't any trouble between you and me. I'm not attacking you at this time. I'm at war with another country. God told me to hurry. He's with me. So stop opposing him. If you don't, he'll destroy you. But Josiah wouldn't turn away from Necho. He wore different clothes so people wouldn't recognize him. He wanted to go to war against Necho. He wouldn't listen to what God had commanded Necho to say. Instead, he went out to fight him on the flatlands of Megiddo. Men who had bows shot arrows at King Josiah. After he was hit, he told his officers, Take me away, I'm badly wounded. So they took him out of his chariot. They put him in his other chariot. They brought him to Jerusalem. There he died. His body was buried in the tombs of his family. All of the people of Judah and Jerusalem sobbed over him. Jeremiah wrote songs of sadness about Josiah. To this very day, all of the male and female singers remember Josiah by singing those songs. That became a practice in Israel. The songs are written down in the book of the Songs of Sadness. Josiah did many things that showed he was faithful to the Lord. Those things and the other events of Josiah's rule were in keeping with what is written in the law of the Lord. All of the events from beginning to end are written down. They are written in the records of the kings of Israel and Judah. Today we will be reading through the entire book of Zephaniah, which is three chapters. So I want to read a little bit first about the book, just to kind of summarize it. Zephaniah was a very important person. He was a friend of the king's family. Josiah was the ruler. He was a good king. Zephaniah said the Israelites had sinned. He said God was angry. That made the king sad. The king tried to make the people turn back to God, but they did not do what God said for very long. They turned back to sin. Zephaniah told the people to turn back to God. He said if they didn't, God would send a war. The people would lose their homes. But God loved them. He would bring them back again. Zephaniah chapter 1 A message came to Zephaniah from the Lord. He was the son of Cushi. Cushi was the son of Gedaliah. Gedaliah was the son of Amariah. Amariah was the son of King Hezekiah. The Lord spoke to Zephaniah during the rule of Josiah. He was king of Judah and the son of Ammon. I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth, announces the Lord. I will destroy people and animals alike. I will wipe out the birds of the air and the fish in the waters. I will destroy sinful people along with their gods. I will wipe man off the face of the earth, announces the Lord. I will reach out my powerful hand against Judah. I will punish all those who live in Jerusalem. I will cut off from that place what is left of Baal worship. The officials and priests who serve other gods will be removed. I will wipe out those who bow down on their roofs to worship all of the stars. I will destroy those who take oaths, not only in my name, but also in the name of Molech. I will cut off those who stop following me. 
they no longer look to me or ask me for advice. Be silent in front of me. I am the Lord and King. The day of the Lord is near. I have prepared a sacrifice. I have set apart for myself the people I invited. When my sacrifice is ready to be offered, I will punish the princes and the king's sons. I will also judge all those who follow the practices of other nations. At that time, I will punish all those who worship other gods. They fill the temples of their gods with lies and other harmful things. At that time, people at the fish gate in Jerusalem will cry out, announces the Lord. So will those at the new quarter. The buildings on the hills will come crashing down with a loud noise. Cry out, you who live in the marketplaces. All of your merchants will be wiped out. Those who trade in silver will be destroyed. At that time, I will search Jerusalem with lamps. I will punish those who are so contented. They are like wine that has not been shaken up. They think, the Lord won't do anything. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Their wealth will be stolen. Their houses will be destroyed. They will build houses, but they will not live in them. They will plant vineyards, but they will not drink the wine they produce. The great day of the Lord is near. In fact, it is coming quickly. Listen, the cries on that day will be bitter. Even soldiers will cry out in fear. At that time, I will pour out my anger, though there will be great suffering and pain. It will be a day of horrible trouble. It will be a time of darkness and gloom. It will be filled with the blackest clouds. Trumpet blasts and battle cries will be heard. Soldiers will attack cities that have forts and corner towers. I will bring trouble on the people. They will trip and fall as if they were blind. They have sinned against me. Their blood will be poured out like dust. Their bodies will be lie rotting on the ground. Their silver and gold will not be able to save them on the day I pour out my anger. The whole world will be burned up when my jealous anger blazes out. Everyone who lives on earth will come to a sudden end. Chapter 2 Gather your people together, you shameful nation of Judah. Gather them together. Come together before the appointed time arrives. The day of the Lord will sweep in like straw blown by the wind. Soon the Lord's anger will burn against you. The day of his anger will come on you. So look to him, all of you people in the land who worship him faithfully. You always do what he commands you to do. Continue to do what is right. Don't be proud. Then perhaps the Lord will keep you safe on the day he pours out his anger on the world. Gaza will be deserted. Ashkelon will be destroyed. Ashdod will be emptied out at noon. Ekron will be pulled up by its roots. How terrible it will be for you Carathites who live by the Mediterranean Sea. Philistia, the Lord has spoken against you. What happened to Canaan will happen to you. The Lord says, I will destroy you. No one will be left. The Carathites live in the land by the sea. It will become a place for shepherds and sheep pens. It will belong to those who are still left alive among the people of Judah. They will find grasslands there. They will take over the houses in Ashkelon and live in them. The Lord their God will take care of them. He will bless them with great success again. The Lord says, I have heard Moab make fun of my people. The Ammonites also laughed at them. They told them that bad things would happen to their land. So Moab will become like Sodom announces the Lord who rules over all. Ammon will be like Gomorrah. Weeds and salt pits will cover those countries. They will be dry and empty deserts forever. Those who are still left alive among my people will take all of their valuable things, so they will receive those lands as their own, and that is just as sure as I am alive. The Lord is the God of Israel. Moab and Ammon will be judged because they are so proud. They made fun of the Lord's people. They laughed at them. 
The Lord who rules over all will terrify Moab and Ammon. He will destroy all of the gods on earth. Then the nations on every shore will worship him. All of them will serve him in their own lands. The Lord says, People of Cush, you too will be killed with my sword. The Lord will reach out his powerful hand against the north. He will destroy Assyria. He'll leave Nineveh totally empty. It will be as dry as a desert. Flocks and herds will lie down there. So will creatures of every kind. Desert owls and screech owls will rest on its pillars. Their cries will echo through the windows. The doorways will be full of trash. The cedar beams will be showing. Nineveh is a carefree city. It lived in safety. It said to itself, I am like a god. No one is greater than I am. But it has been destroyed. Wild animals make their home there. All those who pass by laugh and shake their fists at it. Chapter 3 How terrible it will be for Jerusalem. Its people crush others. They refuse to obey the Lord. They are unclean. They don't obey anyone. They don't accept the Lord's warnings. They don't trust in Him. They don't ask their God for His help. Their officials are like roaring lions. Their rulers are like wolves that hunt in the evening. They don't leave anything to eat in the morning. Their prophets are proud. They can't be trusted. Their priests pollute the temple. They break the law they teach others to obey. In spite of that, the Lord is good to Jerusalem. He never does anything that is wrong. Every morning he does what is fair. Each new day he does the right thing. But those who do what is wrong aren't even ashamed of it. The Lord says to his people, I have cut off other nations. I have wiped out their forts. I have left their streets deserted. No one walks along them. Their cities are destroyed. Not even one person is left. I said to you, people of Jerusalem, because I cut off other nations, you will have respect for me. Now you will accept my warning. I wish you had returned to me. Then your homes would not have been torn down, and I would not have to punish you so much. But you still wanted to go on sinning in every way you could. So wait for me to come as judge, announces the Lord. Wait for the day I will stand up to witness against all sinners. I have decided to gather the nations. I will bring the kingdoms together, and I will pour out all of my burning anger on them. The fire of my jealous anger will burn the whole world up. But then I will purify what all of the nations say, and they will use their words to worship me. They will serve me together. My scattered people, you will come to me from beyond the rivers of Cush. You will worship me. You will bring me offerings. You have done many wrong things to me, but at that time you will not be put to shame any more. Then I will remove from this city those who take delight in their pride. You will never be proud again on my holy mountain of Zion. But inside your city I will leave those who are not proud at all. They trust in me. Those who are still left alive in Israel will not do anything wrong. They will not tell any lies. They will not say anything to fool others. They will eat and lie down in peace, and no one will make them afraid. People of Zion, sing. Israel, shout loudly. People of Jerusalem, be glad. Let your hearts be full of joy. The Lord has stopped punishing you. He has made your enemies turn away from you. The Lord is the King of Israel. He is with you. You will never again be afraid that others will harm you. The time is coming when people will say to Jerusalem, Zion, don't be afraid. Don't give up. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty enough to save you. He will take he will take great delight in you. The quietness of his love will calm you down. He will sing with joy because of you. The Lord says to his people, You used to celebrate my appointed feast in Jerusalem. You are sad because you can't do that anymore. 
so others make fun of those feasts. That was a heavy load for you to carry, but I will bring you back to your city. At that time I will punish all those who crushed you. I will save those among you who are disabled. I will gather those who have been scattered. I will give you praise and honor in every land where you were put to shame. At that time I will gather you together, and I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all of the nations on earth. I will bless you with great success again, says the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 1 These are the words Jeremiah received from the Lord. He was the son of Hilkiah. Jeremiah was one of the priests at Anathoth. That's a town in the territory of Benjamin. A message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. It came in the thirteenth year that Josiah was king over Judah. Josiah was the son of Ammon. The Lord's message also came to Jeremiah during the whole time Jehoiakim was king over Judah. Jehoiakim was the son of Josiah. The Lord continued to speak to Jeremiah until the fifth month of the eleventh year that Zedekiah was king over Judah. That's when the people of Jerusalem were forced to leave their country. Zedekiah was the son of Josiah. Here is what Jeremiah said. A message came to me from the Lord. He said, Before I formed you in your mother's body, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart to serve me. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. You are my Lord and King, I said. I don't know how to speak. I'm only a child. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I'm only a child. You must go to everywhere, everyone I send you to. You must say everything I command you to say. Do not be afraid of the people I send you to. I am with you. I will save you, announces the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand. He touched my mouth and spoke to me. He said, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I am appointing you to speak to nations and kingdoms. I want you to pull them up by the roots and tear them down. I want you to destroy them and crush them. But I also want you to build them up and plant them. A message came to me from the Lord. He asked me, What do you see, Jeremiah? The branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, You have seen correctly. I am watching to see that my word comes true. Another message came to me from the Lord. He asked me, What do you see? A pot that has boiling water in it, I answered. It's leaning toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, Something very bad will be poured out on everyone who lives in this land. It will come from the north. I am about to send for all of the armies in the northern kingdoms, announces the Lord. Their kings will come to Jerusalem. They will set up their thrones at the very gates of the city. They will attack all of the walls that surround the city. They will go to war against all of the towns of Judah. I will judge my people. They have done many evil things. They have deserted me. They have burned incense to other gods. They have worshipped the gods their own hands have made. So get ready. Stand up. Tell them everything I command you to. Do not let them terrify you. If you do, I will terrify you in front of them. Today I have made you like a city that has a high wall around it. I have made you like an iron pillar and a bronze wall. Now you can stand up against the whole land. You can stand against the kings and officials of Judah. You can stand against its priests and its people. They will fight against you, but they will not overcome you. I am with you. I will save you, announces the Lord. Thank you guys for sticking around. As always, this is Christina with the Abiding in Him podcast, and I can't wait to see you back here tomorrow to see what God has in store for us. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.